One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is not just a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. It is a special mini episode because it is our 200th mini episode. (laughs) What? What? What have we done? I don't even know. I was thinking like, wow, that's so much like questionable advice we've given out. (laughs) So much probably not good advice. I, I mean, look, it's been a journey and to celebrate this 200th mini ep, we asked for questions on Instagram. Now, whatever you want to ask us. It was it was a real AMA type situation. I mean, any mini episode is kind of an AMA, but like we don't people don't usually ask us questions like about ourselves. It's usually about themselves. 
But then we also got questions like best travel agency for female solo solo traveler to Paris, <laughs> which I have no answer to that. Neither do I. Um, but maybe but someone just- does. And just a reminder that if you do want to reach us for a future mini app, you can call us or text us at 781-591-0390 or email us forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything that we mention on this episode. Follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and please do join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. You have two more days, two and a half more days to sign up for the newsletter before the next issue goes out. So get on that at Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. You won't be sorry. So, you know, usually we start the episodes by kind of catching everyone up on where we're at, but we're just going to get right into these questions because there's a lot of them. I'm just scrolling through right now. There's a lot of fun ones. Should we just start at the top and just go down? Yeah, let's just let's just go. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm nervous. Okay. The first one. What would you go back in time and change about the podcast if you could? I actually have an answer to this. Okay. I would commission a theme song. Ooh, yeah. It does it does irk you yes. that people hear our theme song elsewhere. So our theme song uh, is just like ro- royalty. F- what's it called? Royalty-free music? Like anyone can use yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And we get emails from people who are like, I was watching a YouTube video with my kid and then your theme music came on. And that's because anyone can find our theme music and just use it in anything, which yep. is what we did. <laughs> exactly. And look, you know, it's not too late. We could still we could still commission a new theme song. What if it was just like, ooh, ooh, forever 35? <laughs> Would that be good? I think you just wrote it. <laughs> but to the theme of that free music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with you singing it. Oh, yeah, with this masterful voice going for it. Um, That's a good one, Dory. I don't disagree with you there. What would I go back in time and change about the pod if I could? What if you were like different co-host? <laughs> <laughs> um, not do it. Uh, I, what would I go back in time? I don't think there is a thing because this is one of those like, lucky things that I personally went into being like, whatever. Like I, I was like excited to do it and I had no intention for the outcome. It wasn't like I went into it being like, this is going to be the best pod. Like I wanted to make a good podcast, but I don't think we really assumed that we would have listeners or that it would become a source of income for us. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. You know, I just, I just never thought that far in advance. I just was like, this will be fun to do. And I'm actually glad I went into it with that perspective because I do find when I put too much pressure on myself personally, I like panic and don't do the thing. So mm-hmm. it was better not to have many expectations. All right. Next question. What is the advice that's stuck from skincare professional guests? Okay. I do often think about Caroline Hirons being like, wash your face with a flannel. Me too. I was going to say that also. Like, now, do yes. I do I do that every day? No. But, but do you do it more than you did? Yes. Yes. Me too. Definitely. Also, her advice about not washing your face in the shower. Again, something that I 
that I still do on occasion. But every time I do it, I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. You like hear her. She's <laughs> yes. like in the shower with you. Yes, yes, yes. I, I um, try not to wash my face in the morning anymore. And I do feel like that's come up, like mm-hmm. not to overstrip your face because mm-hmm. we've talked about this, like how we kind of grew up. The skincare we grew up w- with was like, burn your skin to the ground Mm -hmm. and you know like it was just like scrubbing wiping Mm -hmm. all sorts of alcoholy smells and so i've i've lightened up a little bit and then of course sunscreen always sunscreen always yeah but i mean that was that something that we learned from our professional guests i feel like we knew that already i mean let's give ourselves we a well, little bit of credit that is true i will say one thing that i now am like really diehard about is a retinol and i never was before starting the show i was mm. like i didn't even really know what it was and i do feel like mm-hmm. that has been encouraged especially for people over the age of like at least over the age of 40 to get that oh i know going. i have i have another one really oh, looking wow. at the ingredients in Mm. products that was something i like never did and now i will now i feel like i can look at them and i have like a little bit more knowledge and context for things and like if something says that it's you know a retinol let's just use a retinol as an example but retinol is like the second to last ingredient then i'm kind of like wait a second yeah i feel like chemist confessions were really good about helping me to understand that like the first ingredients are the ones that yes. you want to be really good in your product. Yes. Yes. Good question. Okay. What has been one of the most unexpected positives to come from starting the Forever 35 podcast? I mean, for me, one of the most unexpected, besides the obvious of like getting to work with Kate, duh, um, the community. Yeah. What? I mean, Wow. I just, you know what? I guess I just never thought about how there were like so many cool people out there <laughs> who would listen to who us? would listen and like be smart and kind and funny and thoughtful and it's just really nice that that all these people listen to the show and and they're also like so kind and thoughtful to each other. Like I see it in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Um true. you know, people are just so open and willing to help like I, you know i'm in the forever 35 careers group people have gotten oh my jobs like yes it's like people's lives have been changed because of other forever 35 listeners i know that one and blows that, my mind that just is like so amazing um so that that to me is like one of the biggest positives to come out of it i feel like kind of on a personal level um, I mean, first of all, obviously, like getting to know you way better, getting to know Sammy. Like, I remember our yeah. first meeting with Sammy at a coffee shop, and I was, I was like, yes. Now, you know, it's like I'm so glad we got friends out of the deal. We were like, they seem cool. They're hired. <laughs> I mean, look, Sammy came in, and like Sammy is the coolest. Sammy is the. I mean, you can tell just from Sammy's online presence how cool they are, but then you like meet and see Sammy, and you're like, oh boy, yeah. Sammy's the coolest. Okay. Anyway, um, I also feel like I've learned so much about one, like the technical, you know, like the business of podcasting, the technical side of things, like knowing my value more, kind of speaking up for myself and like 
are my expectations as a business person, which I never thought I would be. Mm. And I feel like I learned that a lot from you. Like you were always really good from the beginning of being like, we walk away from this deal if it's not good enough. And I was always like, I'll take crumbs. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, like neither of us went into this thinking this would be a job for us. And now we like we make an income that is sustainable from doing this podcast. I want to be clear about that. So like that was unexpected. I was mm-hmm. a, I was freelance writing and not and I had, was writing a book. But, um, I, you know, so this has become I don't no longer have to freelance write, for example. You yeah. choose to, you do choose to do so because you write such masterful profiles so, and pieces. So masterful. It's I mean, true. true. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind. Um, well, it has it has put me in the privileged position of being able to turn down work that I don't want to do. So the freelance assignments that I do take tend to be ones that like, I really want to do, which is awesome. And not a situation that like most freelance writers can find themselves in. And also I think the ones who do find themselves in that are, they, they find themselves in that situation because they're like supported by a partner or they have a day job, but often that day job is like something they don't enjoy. Whereas mm-hmm. like my quote unquote day job is like the podcast, which is amazing. Listening to me have a panic attack three times a week. I mean, priceless. Okay. Wait, can I, can I say oh, one more thing? Yeah. Doing this podcast is a lot like free therapy. Like we get to sit and talk mm. about our feelings and then hear about other people's life experiences three times a week. So I do feel like it has changed my emotional well-being for the better. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like I remember when we were doing Here For You in the beginning of the pandemic, it was like the one time during the day when I would interact with someone else outside of my house. And it always just made me feel so much better. And like, yeah, doing the podcast does, does make me feel better. 99.9% 99.9% of the time. <laughs> There's always the point one. I mean, look, <laughs> got to reserve that point one. We've had some tough moments. Okay. <laughs> I'm moving out of my apartment to work remotely this summer. Where would you go? <laughs> I loved this question because it had like faint whiffs of Dory's Hotel, like mm. fantasy sort of. Um, I mean, I guess my first question is like, can you go anywhere? For this fantasy, let's go anywhere. Okay. Like, could you, let's just say, rent a villa in Italy or even an apartment in Italy or somewhere in Italy? Wow, Dory really (laughs) wants to go to Italy. I don't know. Someone in some Facebook group I'm in was talking about going to Italy and people were like recommending all these beautiful like hotel, villa hotels and, you know, in the countryside. And I was like, Oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. So that seems great. Now, if we're talking about staying in the U.S., I don't know where you are. So maybe I'm recommending somewhere where you already live. (laughs) But I would go to like, like, I love, I love a Maine summer. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like a coastal Maine summer. So Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's peaceful. There's just it's just lovely. It's like truly summer to me. I, I hear people love um, the Great Lakes in Michigan, 
like oh, the upper. Those are beautiful. The, I, the Upper Peninsula, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's beautiful <laughs> up there. I was just thinking I would go to like big sky country, like Montana. Mm, another great idea. Wyoming. Yeah, um, I second Maine. Maine is beautiful. Vermont is beautiful in the summer. Yep. Now, if I was, if it was not summer, I would say Key West. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Or like New Orleans. Ooh. Yeah, but n- not not in the summer. Not in the summer. I love Key West, and like I have a, f- a fantasy of having like a teeny bungalow where I just like go and write and th- talk to the chickens that walk by. And you meet a hot bartender who. Okay. <laughs> don't don't start your hotel on me. <laughs> oh, I was referring to the uh, classic film Cocktail. Oh, <laughs> starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> I thought you were doing a No, no. <laughs> oh, I forgot that that takes place down there. And then I get pregnant. My dad mm. doesn't approve. And then you make a music video uh-huh. with the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I was still, I was driving the other day and Kokomo came on and I was like, this is the best soundtrack from the 80s. This album. It, it like. The cocktail truly, soundtrack is. It's, it epitomizes the 80s. It's perfect. Uh-huh. It's perfect. And that music video is perfect. Anyway. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, What is your best advice for someone in her late 20s? I feel like we just talked about this on Los Angeles. And Kate, I thought your advice was so good. What was my advice? Um, You talked about money. Save some fucking money. Don't go into credit card debt. I learned that the hard way. (sighs) Yeah. But also I would say like, live your life and have fun. This is like, I wish I had traveled more. I wish I had been less scared to make choices. I don't know. I I feel like there's so much weird pressure on the late 20s of like, everyone's getting married and settling down. And like, the truth is, you can do that whenever you want. You don't have to do it just because somebody else is. And um I think there's a good book about that coming out. I feel like a person I know wrote a book (laughs) that's coming out on June 29th. Yes, Kate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I did get to do some good traveling in my 20s, which I'm grateful for. (sighs) You know, also, it just goes back to wearing that sunscreen. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. But yeah, Kate's advice about about money, I think, is is really, really good. Um, okay. Do I hate my job or is it just the pandemic languishing talking? I mean, maybe both. Yeah. Maybe you need a vacation. Yeah, or like, like maybe a change you, of scenery. Maybe you need to start exploring the possibility of other jobs like start chatting with people who do stuff that interests you start kind of building out resources to help you transition out of your job i also think like in some ways it doesn't matter if it's the pandemic languishing Mm, you're right like you don't you don't like your job period it it sucks if it sucks it sucks so like yeah like try to find another job Um, All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will have more questions, so BRB. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. 
And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos And like within a few weeks, I had done the consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, 
can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started and then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. All right, we are back. Here's a hot one. Do you two ever have work, friendship, conflict, or tension? How do you resolve? I mean, yes, there's definitely been times when, like, I think you and I are both at, like, the end of our ropes in life. Yeah. But I also personally feel like you do a good job (laughs) backing off if I'm clearly stressed. Mm. Or, like, or, or, or I do also feel like, I don't know, we're, I think we're both pretty good about picking the hills we want to die on. Yeah, I agree with you that. Know? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And sometimes I'm like, I say to you about something else. I'm like, why am I dying on this hill? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, but you are. <laughs> it, it is very helpful to have a sounding board on certain things, and I. What I really personally appreciate is that we don't we 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 do think similarly in a lot of ways, but also we don't. And so I feel like that is very helpful in balancing out like reactions, behavior, feelings, conflict resolution. You guys can't see me, but I'm nodding enthusiastically. (laughs) There was something yesterday, just yesterday, that I I needed help crafting a response to something very sensitive. And Kate was the perfect person to like workshop this response with. And yeah, she, she, she just like really helped me. And when Kate wants to be a little bit more of a hard ass, she turns to me. (laughs) That's right. And asks me to like read over a response that she's writing or like, you know, she'll be like, am I being too mean? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm like, you're mean as I said, I think I said this the other day. I was like, you're mean is my nice. <laughs> I mean, that's like a direct quote. That is exactly what you said. I don't even remember what it was about. It's not mean. It's just like being, it's just being direct, honestly, is yeah, what it yeah, is yeah. that terrifies yeah. me. Oh boy. Yeah, I was going to say, I, it's not like I like being mean. I'm not, and I don't think I mean, but I do think it's like, it is direct. And sometimes that comes across as, I don't know. I think sometimes people aren't used to it or especially coming from a woman or people just kind of expecting that you're not going to say exactly what you need or you're going to couch it in like some sort of like less aggressive quote unquote terms. And like people aren't used to that. But sometimes you just have to like say what you what you need, and that's that. I don't know. We didn't. Re- I mean, so to answer the question, I cannot think of a like a major conflict that we've had. No, I more I more think it's been like because you know we we're juggling like fifteen balls at once in addition yeah. to the podcast, and so 
you know, like normal people, sometimes like sometimes I am salty and I can feel it, you know, but it's it's almost it's more just yeah. I mean, I guess you're not noticing, but sometimes I feel like a bit of a salty bitch. I mean, sometimes I feel like you're definitely like you feel you seem stressed. Yes. But I wouldn't say like, oh, Kate's being a salty bitch. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, oh, Kate seems stressed. I'm going to yeah. just like let this lie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and same. And I like that's yeah. just to me is like just reading the room, yeah. you know? Totally. Totally. Um, but luckily we have really agreed on stuff so far, which, you know. Yeah. If we cross that bridge, we will cross that bridge. I know. And I really hope that when we cross that bridge, it's something like totally ridiculous. It's so dumb. It's, yeah. It's about the theme, <laughs> the new theme song we commissioned for the, <laughs> for the podcast. And I don't want you to sing it anymore. <laughs> I want to do it with my new band that I've yeah. put together. Uh, all right. Next question. What would you be doing if you weren't podcasting? I would still be writing romantic comedy books. That's that's like the that's has been my dream for the last 14, no, 12 years is to write fiction. Mm. So I would still be trying to do that. I don't know. Then there's a part of me that's like, would I become I almost went to social work school at one point in my life. I don't know. I know. I could see that. I recently was like, should I become a therapist? But I don't I don't think I'm going to do that. But I am interested in the idea of like people going back to school now, like Kim Kardashian, you know, Mm -hmm. like in your 40s. I do find that appealing, a kind of bold career change. But I think writing is what I would would still be doing. Yeah, same. I'm I, I wonder if I would would still be like working in media full time. I think I would. Well, I don't know. I left in you 2014. Left, I I suspect I would have, for like financial reasons, gone back to a full time, probably a full time media job in some way. Hmm. I don't know. That would yeah. be my guess. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Interesting. Sliding doors. Mm-hmm. Thought exercise, though. Thank you, listener. Um. All right. This question is for me. Do you feel COVID stigma that your hubs was positive? My fam had it too, despite being careful. Um, no, I don't. Thanks. Were you expecting me to say yes? No, but I do feel like early on there was such... And I feel like I participated in this too because I like didn't, we didn't know. And so it was so yeah. kind of hard to understand. And I do feel like a tool to try to get people to stay home was like a bit, there was a little bit of shaminess to it. So I can see how you would feel, one would feel COVID stigma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I felt less COVID stigma because before he got sick, like on podcasts and just kind of generally like all, we had been very clear about all the precautions that we took and how careful we were. And so if anything, it just felt like, Oh shit, like this thing is everywhere. If like Matt got it, you know what I mean? So I felt less stigmatized and more just like freaked out. I mean, it was, that was scary when that happened. Yeah. Sure. And I still can't believe you didn't get it, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have no I have no like real theory about why I didn't get it. I just have guesses, which could be completely meaningless. Well, anyway. I'm glad you didn't. 
Thank you so much. Me too. Dory, any change from the early day topic of washing legs in the shower? I have a change. Go on. I wash my legs a lot more in the shower now. Like often. Yeah, I would say I do too, although not every time. I will also say every time I go to the bathroom, I think about when listeners told me that because I kept my makeup near my toilet, I was spraying poop particles into the air. I think about this almost like once a week. Do you remember the poop particles? Uh, I do. That was a bit of a scandal. (laughs) I like posted a picture of my shelves in my bathroom and they were near my toilet because space is limited. And boy, was I told I was poop particling everywhere. Yep. Yep. Anyway, we don't need to rehash that. Here's a question that made me laugh. Do we all sit in the tub while it drains? Are we showering to rinse, wash hair post bath? Do you sit in the tub while it drains? No. Me neither. I get out. Are we showering to rinse, wash hair post bath? I've never done that. I ha- if I've taken a like really heavy salt bath, I will often mm. rinse after to get the salt off my skin, but mm-hmm. I don't ever wash my hair after a bath. No, me neither. I've never done this. This is one of those things where it's like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing people do. Like, I'm just like interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell us. Do you sit? I have sat in the tub while it drains, but I just find you kind of start getting cold and then like you see hairs moving around and it's like, I got to get out. Yeah. Pod sausage info question. How are eps being recorded remotely? How has it changed in the last year? Well, we are currently using a an app, I guess, called Riverside. Um, you can check it out at riverside.fm. We had been using an app called Zencaster, which allows you to record remotely, but it was very buggy. And there were a few times when we were interviewing guests and it didn't work. And that was like, not just like embarrassing, but also annoying and logistically frustrating. So actually we Sammy to... had Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sammy Tony. Sammy told us about Riverside because they had used it when they were recording with another podcast and we checked it out and it seemed much more stable than Zencaster. Although, you know, I think nothing is ever a hundred percent as we learned recently. Um but Oh yeah, because we had to re record an episode. We had to re record part of an episode. But I think for the most part, Riverside has done a good job. So that's that's what we've been using. Yeah. And I will say, like, it's definitely, for example, I'm in my closet right now recording because my husband also is working from home and his voice was getting picked up on the microphone. Sometimes my internet is very slow and lags in recordings because I have, you know, two kids on Zoom school. Anthony right. is on a Zoom meeting for eight hours a day. And then, you know, so there's those kinds of things that are challenging we've had yeah. I've bought new microphones and tried to figure out you know setting up new microphones all that stuff and it's also like a bummer it's really it was really fun when we got to record in person like dory yeah. and i would be there sammy would be there we'd all we'd get lunch like it's fun to chat so that i miss that camaraderie i'm really we're we're all um like i have another week of waiting for my vaccine to settle in and then we're all fully vaccinated so and we will be ready to partay. Yeah. Get the party started. Yeah. All right. Should we take another break? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. All right, we're back with more questions. In a perfect world, would you grow Forever 35? If so, how? Yes, I think we would. I think we we have a lot of ideas, but don't have like the operational expertise to execute them and kind of don't know where to start to try to figure that stuff out. Would you say that's accurate, Kate? Yeah, I would. And I, I think one thing we've been really focused on for like two years is producing other shows. And it's been a really big learning experience in terms of like the the legat, like the legal needs that have to go into making that happen. And it's just been like we have both learned a lot about patience, I think, and trying to 
in production, which is new. Like in my brain, yeah. I was like, we'll start tomorrow. And it's totally like, oh. me too. And it's a much longer process. Yeah. Which is really challenging and annoying, <laughs> but yeah. it is what it is. And it's been a good learning experience. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think we deeply want to tour. Yeah. I would agree with that. That's like a fantasy, but, and we were planning it um, at the start of, or right before COVID. So yeah, someday it would be really fun to figure out what a live Forever 35 show looks like. Yep. Um, but that has been kind of on hold for obvious reasons. Um, okay. Do you use more or fewer prods since Forever 35 started? What have you let go? Prods or mindset? Hmm. I feel like I'm more open to trying new prods than I was before. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. What about you? I would say I have more products at my disposal because, again, of the position where people now send us stuff. Yeah. Which is like, yes, it is amazing. It's so lucky and dumb. I love it. Um, But I, what have I let go of? I think one thing I've let go of is this mindset that like this brand is the best. Mm. Like at the beginning of this podcast, when we started, I was like drunk elephant, you know, it just, I've, I've right, become right, more right. open-minded about what I can try, what I could use. I've let go a little bit of like this kind of rigid belief about what is the best product. Cause I was just, I, honestly, I was, I had done, not done a lot of learning. I had more just done a lot of like regurgitating what I read somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I feel more like free to experiment and go my own way per Fleetwood Mac. That's what that song is about. Did you know that? It's about trying skincare products. I mean, I didn't, but I'm really glad you educated me about that. Thank you. Uh, here's a question for you, Dory. I'd love for Dory to talk more about her experience being single dating in her 20s and 30s. Well, listener, as it happens... I have a few chapters in my forthcoming book, Thanks for Waiting, about this very subject. So not to not to answer every question with like, buy my book, but like I really do talk about this at great length. Would you not agree, it's, Kate? Yeah. So I've I've read a draft of Dory's book. Can I say one of my favorite things that I've talked about like from the beginning? Yeah, sure. The breathalyzer salesman. Oh my God. <laughs> Dory talks about a one night stand with a breathalyzer salesman. <laughs> Now, if that doesn't titillate I mean, you. <laughs> listen, and it's, as I've said to Dory, it's fun for me to read because I knew you in my 20s via, like, I didn't know you personally, but you were like an internet person that I followed along with. So yeah, yeah, yeah. to learn that now that all about these experiences that were going on when I had a totally different kind of idea of you formulated in my head is really fun. But Dory lives, she lives a life. I lived a life. Yeah, really... it's really, you really do cover this a lot. And I, it, it's so honest and I really appreciate it. And there are some funny moments. Yeah. And some hard moments. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Well, um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm not dodging your question, but like, I, I really do talk about this a lot. So, um, I, I hope that you will buy my book and I hope that you'll find a lot to, I don't know, relate to maybe, but also comfort you perhaps. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to respond to it, actually. That, that'll be interesting. It's like so different from 
someone responding to like a work of fiction that you wrote where it's just like evaluating the story and like your writing. But this is like kind of like evaluating my life. Oh, yeah. I know. It's, you know? It's weird. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, you wrote a memoir. I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pod Sausage Q. Do you write your ad scripts or do the companies tell you what to say? I love this question. So normally what happens is we will get a set of talking points from the different advertisers. And some ads, you they have specific language that you are like required to say, especially at the end, kind of the call to action, if you will, reiterating um, the promo code. They will sometimes lay that text out for you and we say it um, in our own way. Um, when we started our show, we wrote our own ad scripts. Then we hired an assistant, Lane, who was writing our ad scripts. And then when Lane left, we hired our project manager, Sam, and Sam writes our ad scripts and handles all of that for us, which let me tell you is amazing. Um, it's really nice to have someone handle that yeah. for us because it's surprisingly more work than you would think because you're, you have to, you're required to make a certain amount of points, but also speak to your experience with the product and also do so in a really authentic way and also do it in a very short time. Yeah, all those things. Dory, someone asked, like, if we if they skip the ads, do the advertisers know or like, does it make them mad? So the answer is no, they don't. But it does affect us when no one visits the URLs of the advertisers. So here's what I would say. Go ahead and skip the ads. Like, I don't really care. Um I get it. There's a lot of ads. That's how we keep the podcast free. But advertisers are keeping track of how many people go to their websites and use our offer code. So if we say that there's a website that's like katespencer.com slash forever35, they are tracking everyone who comes to that URL. And it helps us a lot, even if you don't buy anything, if you just go to the websites. So please, if you whether you listen to the ads or you skip the ads, if you want to support the show, of course, it helps to buy things, but it really also helps to just go to the URLs. So please do that. Because we we do have from time to time advertisers who who um, stop working with us, which is like part of the game, I feel like, you know, right. right. It's just part of it. Yeah, because they're because they're like, we didn't get any like business from your podcast um which you know that's the way it goes that's just life that is just life you know but we do appreciate them thank you for sponsoring this episode (laughs) yes we do very much and again like dory said it's it's how we do keep our podcast free like we're not we don't want to ever put the show behind a paywall we've we've been approached about that and we we like being having it free but the one downside is that there are ads on it that's just yeah you know Kate and Dory, what happened with the blind test of cleansers? What happened? I started my blind test. I did I got, too. I got through about cleansers one through five. And um, then... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. And and then I think, honestly, Matt got COVID. We got crazy busy. The pandemic brain set in and we just have... It's been on our list of things to do for like nine months. It's true. So, yeah, sorry. We've kind of dropped the ball on that one. We're sorry. But 
it's still on there. So we will still be doing it. Yep. 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 Just stand by. Because I do have one strong opinion about one cleanser that really dried my skin. That you really what? That dried my skin. I was oh, that dried pleased. your skin? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love this question. What is your process for choosing what emails and voicemails to include? The process. Decides. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that's the process. Yeah. I mean, I guess I do the deciding because I, I quote, produce the mini episodes, meaning I just compile all that stuff. It's really just a matter of uh, trying to make sure we're not repeating the same questions over and over again. Like pregnancy safe skincare. We get that a lot, but we've talked about it before. So like I might not choose that one. Um, I also like we'll focus on follow-ups a lot too um so like if someone writes in about like has a question and we get a lot of listener follow-up then that's why i choose those emails because i'm in my brain i'm trying to like complete the cycle right like we get a question we offer our thoughts but also there's feedback and that creates the conversation um and voicemails and text, same thing with voicemails when they go really long it's harder to include like sometimes people call google cuts you off after three minutes and then they'll call again and talk for another three minutes. And I can't, we can't include that, unfortunately. And we don't edit the voicemails just because we don't really have the bandwidth to be in there and editing them down. So yeah. um, shorter and to the point, I would say like a two-minute voicemail is great. And I understand it's like nerve-wracking and terrifying. And you're welcome to call back as many times as you want and say the voicemail over and over again. Butt yes. dials are my favorite. We do get butt dials and I live for your butt dials. Um, so I hope that answers that. Yeah. Well, okay. Should we end on on this question about our books? Yeah. Let's do some book promotion. Okay. You're both working on books now. What comes after those books? Dory, do you want to answer this first since your book is coming out sooner? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean... I went through a real phase of like, why did I do this to myself and write a book? And I never want to write a book again. I'm laughing because I heard a lot about this. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was really hard. Yeah. So I have been a little bit wary. Like, do I want to write a book again? Question mark, question mark. I don't know. I I truly don't know. I have some ideas for books. And sometimes I'm like, should I just write this? And then sometimes I'm like... No, maybe this just goes to live in the ideas graveyard, or maybe or goes you to die. The cool feminist cozy mystery that we've all been waiting for. Maybe I do. I don't know. I can neither confirm nor deny that I have an idea for that. I don't know. The pressure's on. I would love one. What about you, Kate? Well, I'm in the middle of final revisions for my first fiction book that comes out in March 2022. It's called In and, a New York Minute, and it's a romantic comedy. And it is delightful. Oh, and Dory's read a recent draft. I have. Yeah. It's a real, just a meet cute funness about friends and kissing, and I hope you enjoy it. In New York, a lot of New York stuff in there. Um, and then part of that book deal was that I write a second book for my publisher, which is Forever, which is part of Grand Central. Uh, and so I'll be working on that book and I don't know when that will come out. Um, I've been drafting it and it's a night, a mess. I hate everything about it. I'm worried I'm going to let everyone down and fail, but 
I think it'll come out okay. And so that I'll have those two books coming out. And then I would like to keep writing. I have another idea for a romance. I, I really love romance. It's my favorite genre. It's what I want to write and keep writing. So I hope I become the Nora Roberts of this podcast. Oh, from your mouth to the bestseller list ears. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Well, well, I feel like we didn't answer ne- everything. We apologize if we didn't get there. Were a lot of questions. There were sure. a lot of Thank questions. You. Yeah. Wow. But this was fun. We should yeah, do this again. This fun. Yeah. Let's do it like sooner than the three hundredth mini episode. Okay. Deal. Maybe like two. This is two hundred. We'll do it at like two oh five. Yeah. <laughs> fun about working with you is that we do tend to make the same jokes we do <laughs> and it's same very validating <laughs> it's like well at least one person in the world thinks I, i'm funny i do think you're very funny i mean likewise oh thank you i mean this you are just a comedian really, i have a comedic background per se but you know it's not like i'm doing stand-up every night Maybe you should, though. Maybe that'll be my next career. <laughs> Maybe that's, my... that's what you would be doing if you weren't podcasting. <laughs> I would. I'm too scared. I don't stand have up every me. night. Stand I cannot so see that. No. Um. Anyway, Ooh, listen. All right. We we appreciate everyone listening to all of these episodes, taking or not taking our advice from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Truly. So much. Yes. All right. Bye, everyone.